Welcome to episode 846, baby. Later on in the show with China Dow, which will be redirected over on YouTube, we're going to be talking about violent crime and some of these cities' policies that lead to it. It's an amazing discussion that we're going to be having live right here. Don't forget to like and subscribe the video. We have some stuff today. If you haven't heard, man, they busted the Hells Angels leader out of Las Vegas right in court after he already paid bond for charges beforehand, and now prosecutors say, nope, we're going to give you more, and then they raise his bond to 250000 That is just pure ridiculous right there, that these prosecutors can actually do something like that. Also, we have a little more information out of, I believe it was Fresno with that shooting with the uh, MC. That's coming up as well as right now, we're going to take a look at this. I kind of find it a little ridiculous. I do. I'm not going to BS you. I find it uh, pretty ridiculous. It's a story that involves a BMW club. And they talk about how they're trying to raise awareness as far as motorcyclists wearing all this type of gear. There's one guy in there that I'm talking, he has reflective stuff on him, the whole nine yards. If you're really afraid to ride, you shouldn't be riding. Because let's be honest, a motorcycle is like a loaded gun. It's just waiting to go off, and it depends on who's using it. If you got to be frightened to get on a motorcycle and dress yourself up in a tank or something, like a tank outfit, don't get on that motorcycle. Don't do it. If you're afraid, don't do it. If you're scared, don't do it. Yeah, there's some great stuff as far as motorcycle gear is concerned. But there also is a point where, damn, man, really? You're putting on a sumo outfit or something like that? Unbelievable. Go ahead and let's take a look at this one real quick. This year, they have already surpassed last year's peak with several weeks still left in the riding season. As WCCO's Barrett Leone explains, some bikers say riders should be prepared for the worst case scenario. If you've been on the motorcycle scene for a while... You're bound to have a horror story or two. Traveling at 55 mile an hour and coming broadside into a vehicle, uh, statistically, you got a lot against you. This year alone, the Minnesota Department of Public Safety reports 78 fatal motorcycle crashes, up from a total of 60 the year before. It concerns us a lot. Most of those could have been prevented. Uh, most of those could have certainly been hopefully uh, less severe. A concern that prompts BMW Motorcycle Club of Minnesota members like Dan Alasky, Adam Benix, and Dan Reese to keep safety top of mind. Just the statistics alone, you need to be geared up. Our club is a big believer of all the gear all the time. So regardless of how short or long the ride is, you put on your gear. While DPS can't cite a specific reason for the deadly uptick, speed, alcohol, and distracted driving continues to play a role. We ride by people all the time and see them texting. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's a main reason the group advocates for other motorcyclists to wear protective gear and keep their skills sharp with annual trainings. And with the proper gear, it could be... A, 
you know, maybe a sore hip for a day or something of that nature uh, versus something more serious that could put them, you know, in some form of care. Bottom line, you can't control everyone on the road. But bikers and drivers can be ready for the worst. Regardless, car, motorcycle, uh, uh, we can all be better drivers and we should all strive to do that. What's what's your life worth? Every every bit of protection is is all the better. Barrett Leone, WCCO 4 News. See what I mean? A little bit, just a tiny bit overboard. Actually, it's crazy. It really is. Hey, to each their own, if whatever makes you feel safe. But again, there's just a point where some of this gear might actually get you hurt in a slide. We all talk about dress for the ride, not the slide. And yes, there are some stuff out there where I go, holy cow, they're wearing dicky shorts. Why? Because that's ass nine if you're going to take the freaking uh, asphalt ride. You're going to get tore up. Nothing wrong with wearing some jeans, boots, and uh, helmets and stuff. Hey, helmets are great. Especially for cold weather. Especially for rain. Uh, It's a personal choice on what you want to do. Yeah, even some gloves with, you know, the, you know, we used to inject, uh, I'm not going to even uh, give you that uh, advice. I'll probably get in trouble for that one. But anyway, a good pair of gloves. You want to be able to enjoy yourself, your ride. You don't want to be having all this stuff, you know, weigh you down. That's just my personal viewpoint, man. Uh, let me know in the comment section what you guys and gals think. Now, coming up, we have more information when it comes to this shooting that happened over the weekend. It, uh, it's only but by the grace of God that we don't have more individuals that were struck by gunfire. An argument at a gathering of motorcycle clubs from up and down the state escalates to a homicide in Fresno. One man is dead and two others remain in the hospital. Thank you for joining us for Action News Live at 5. I'm Graciela Moreno. And I'm Jessica Harrington. The deadly shooting happened on McKinley near Hughes in West Central Fresno early Saturday morning. Action News reporter Nick Garcia joins us live from Fresno Police Headquarters with new information about the man who died and what investigators say they need to track down the suspects. Nick? Fresno police detectives say there were hundreds to thousands of motorcyclists here in the city over the weekend. Many of them potential witnesses who left back to the L.A. or Bay areas already. But police here still want to talk to them. Fresno was the place to be for several motorcycle clubs over the weekend. Police say groups from Los Angeles and the Bay Area gathered at the Soul Brothers Motorcycle Club's clubhouse near Highway 99. There was no indication that they were going to have a large-scale event at that location. Just before 3 Saturday morning, an argument led to shots being fired several times from at least three different guns. When officers arrived, they found one man with multiple gunshot wounds. He was rushed to CRMC where he remains in critical condition. Two others drove themselves to the hospital, including 31-year-old Darnell Johnson, who died from his injuries. The other man is in critical condition. And we still have to make contact with the surviving victims that were involved in the shooting, to what extent they were involved, whether or not they were shooters. We still haven't made that determination. Several witnesses are cooperating with police. 
But detectives believe there are several more who may live outside the city. They also say some people captured cell phone video of the incident. Being part of a motorcycle club is not illegal. Uh, however, there are individuals that are gang members that affiliate with these particular motorcycle gangs. I can tell you that Darnell Johnson does have some gang affiliation. And so far, no arrests have been made. Now, police say at least one person of interest may be from the Bay Area, but others could be from L.A. or right here in Fresno. Okay, they're coming out of Cali right there. It, it, what's always funny is when these cops do these press conferences, if you will, they always go and say, well, you know, they might have gang ties to the street and stuff like that. But then they come back and say motorcycle gang. What is it with people? You know, this is just like the next story or a lot of the stories that we cover. There's a lot of damn good people in clubs. And it does get to the point, especially after you've been reporting it for a while or giving your opinions like I have for years. There comes a point where you have to say to yourself, what the hell is with these people? Yeah, some idiots out there make everybody look bad. But that's not the majority. And what it does is it pushes these laws. It pushes the stereotypes that everybody is bad. And that truly isn't the case. Now, people have asked me to bring back the wall of shame, and I think I'm gonna. Because I think it's important that politicians, cops, all that, prosecutors, they're put in the same light that they try to put bikers in and club members in when something goes wrong. Their favorite excuse is going to be to come back and say, because I get this all the time, well, that don't represent everybody. You know what? You can't have it both ways, man. You can't. You're a sworn officers. You can, you're held to a different standard okay don't be schmucks but i think on tomorrow's program that's what i'm gonna do is bring that back and really start pushing back because lately i've just been you know given you know some thoughts once in a while and then you guys decide but i think it is time for those that have platforms push back on these uh people it really is Let's go to uh, this story, for instance, and I'll let you uh, see what else it has to do in a little video here of uh, what actually happened in court and what the judge said. This out of 8newsnow.com. Now, you've heard about the shooting on the highway with the Vagos and all that type of stuff. Not the smartest thing in the damn world, but the Hells Angels, not everybody was involved. They have a charter system. Everybody acts anonymously, you know, autonomously. My fault. They run their own thing. It's not the whole damn club that does this type of stuff. Las Vegas Hells Angel leader arrested in court. Prosecutors call biker group a criminal organization. Of course they're gonna. But when are you gonna come back and call, say, the LP a LAPD one? Hey, let's not forget, they have gangs within their uh, organization as well, the police. It's been documented and it's been proven. 
George ordered the Las Vegas chapter leader of the Hells Angels to be taken into custody on upgraded charges of racketeering and other offenses connected to the shooting of six people on a Las Vegas area highway. Now, this is coming after, I think, five more people, three or uh, four or five people were arrested in this uh, a little, you know, about a week or two ago. So this is now, you know, uh, racketing up to a racketeering indictment. Uh, Richard DeVry, 67, already posted $75,000 in bail in June, and now he's being ordered on $250,000. Now, luckily, the judge says, yes, that's going to be applied to that. But this is just ridiculous right here. Uh, as the 8 News Now investigators first reported, seven of eight Hells Angels members or affiliates Face more than 30 charges, conspiracy to commit murder, attempted murder, further of assisting the gang, uh, criminal gang, battery, racketeering, all that good stuff. Uh, then it goes into all that was arrested. And now it says the indictment was filed on September 23rd and named the prospect, uh, two associates called hangarounds, another prospect, uh, my goodness gracious, man. Uh, they're just laying it thick. And there is the actual video right there. That video is everywhere right now where you can uh, see it. Uh, let's see here. The Hells Angel Motorcycle Club has not been found by a jury in the state of Nevada to be a criminal gang. Uh, I did not hear one thing out of, uh, let's see here. Mr. Uh, Dickerson's mouth that it, it is a changed circumstance in the last four months that would warrant Mr. DeVry's uh, bail conditions being modified. So that was his attorney and stuff like that. Uh, now Jones, I, I, I believe that's the judge. He lifted the bail stipulation or her that none of the men could communicate with each other or other Hells Angels member pending the bail hearing. Jones said she needed specific names to take into consideration. So let's hear uh, some of that video, what she has to talk about. Well, you will have an opportunity to argue this, but i got to get lawyers for the co-defendants because we're only doing it once. We're going to do it on everybody. I'll give you guys a whole afternoon or whatever you want, but we're only going to do it once, so i got to get lawyers for the co-defendants so we can do it all at the same time. So you are given that he's already posted seventy-five thousand bail. Does he get credit towards the two fifty? The seventy-five thousand will be transferred over to the two fifty. Thank you, Your Honor. Can you, can you order immediate release of the jazz so we can see what was uh, done? Well, I need to watch it first, Mr. Pitaro, because it's under seal. There's a lot. Of <coughs> I wasn't here. I don't know anything about any of this, so I'm not going to sit here and order the release of something without knowing what's in it and the reason for which it was sealed. Because I'm not the one who sealed it, isn't it, the grand jury? There you go, right there. You you got to let me know what you guys and gals think of this. Do you think it was right that they upgraded everything when they had a chance to do it in June? They didn't. I just find it ludicrous, man. I really do. It's ludicrous. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now. Make sure you stay right with us. It's going to be a damn good conversation. If you haven't subscribed to that Motorcycle Madhouse uh, channel, Get over there, subscribe. It's always a good one with China Down.
we got China Dow in the house. She deserves a colon cleanse, if you ask me. Don't you? No. Once in a while you do. No. You know what? My no. birthday is coming up. Yeah, one month from today. One month from today. You're going to be 49. I'm gonna, Well, you're still older right now. I anyway, care. I believe at least, at least once a year, you get a colon cleanse on my birthday. No, thank you. I already pooped today, so I is good. <laughs> Yours good. <laughs> I don't need any assistance. Thanks. You know what? Every woman needs an assistance when they have to poop. Nope. I'm good. I say instead of an enema, you get a colon cleanse. No. What was that stuff that they wanted you to drink? Does that, what is it, a proctal exam or some shit like <laughs> For that? A for a colonoscopy? Yeah, a colonoscopy or something. And you Magnesium said Magnesium citrate. Yeah, you said fuck that. I ain't doing it. I still have a bottle of it in, in the room. Maybe I should slip you some. No. What do you mean no? No. Hey, I was watching this thing on Netflix yesterday. What? And it was about the Roman Empire. And about the mad emperor, as they call it. His sister was a freak. His sister wanted to fuck him to give him a kid. It's like, what the hell are they th thinking back then? I know they had a lot of orgies and stuff like that, but that's just a little out of hand, don't you think? That is extremely out of hand. That's nasty. We don't keep it in the family. Yeah, you don't keep it in the family. No, I mean, well, why do you down south? Why, but, uh, why you got to pick on down south? Because they keep it in the family. <laughs> really? I hope uh, my people from down south <laughs> give you hell now. That is the biggest fallacy, okay? <laughs> How do you know? It, it is. How do you know your cousin's not your uncle's dad? Dude, I'll punch <laughs> you in the mouth. I'll punch you in the mouth. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? Hey, Mark said that's why they all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they used to do that in Egypt and stuff, and you wonder why they had deformities and big heads and stuff. Kind of like you. I don't have a big head. <laughs> Frickity, what what's wrong with you how rude so we had a good response about doomsday yesterday a lot of people agreed with me just sit on your porch watch the fireworks go a lot of people said that get extremely drunk and have a day drunk high and watch the fireworks there you go. I'd rather get high, but, you know, for an occasion like that, I'd pop open a bottle of Jack Daniels for myself. So, uh, <laughs> Margaret wants to know if I'll be a stepsister. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about a very serious subject, and that is violent crime. It has gotten way out of control, okay? There are stories all over the United States of people getting killed by homeless, people getting killed by felons that were just released out of jail. And I'd like to really dig in to some of these liberal policies that are enabling this kind of violent crime to happen. I sent you a story yesterday yeah, where it is going worldwide now, and it's fucking disgusting what happened. It really was. It was about a man 
who wanted to go visit his kid who's in college and he ended up dead. What are we going to do as a nation to stop this craziness? We're hearing all kinds of stories where homeless people are beating old ladies over the head with whatever they can get. It's like we're descending into chaos right now. Do you got that story up? Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. Marist College Parent Murder. Officials. Neighbors slam New York crime policies following Marriott. Marriott. Gotta say it right. Marriott. Shooting. Now this is in New York. Yes. Neighbors of the New York man who were shot and killed in the lobby of a suburban hotel where he was staying for a family weekend at his son's nearby college. And this happened right in the motel, right? Yep, in the lobby of the hotel. In the lobby of the motel. Of the the Marriott. Now, hold that for a second. Courtyard by Marriott Hotel in New York. Chris, he says, try to stay legal enough to get your gun card and hope I help you ain't got bad timing. Uh, Let's talk about that for a minute. Why, and this is one thing I never believed in, even if you were a felon, if you served your time, paid your debt to society, you should have gun rights. What do you think on that? What? If you're a felon. I don't think felons should have any rights to guns. Even after they paid their yeah their duties. Yep. Because they're a freaking felon. I don't care if they did the time. They did the crime. They did the time. They should not have any access to a weapon. But isn't their debt paid? I don't care. It doesn't mean they're going to not recommit a crime. Because okay. the percentage rate for those that get out after serving their time that recommit. It's a high percentage. So what if it was a DUI felony? Nobody was killed. Nobody was hurt. I don't care. You don't care about that. Why Who's wouldn't... to say he's not going to freaking drink again? And when people are drunk, they do stupid shit. Well, they do. But I'm kind of surprised you that you're at the point where you say, screw everybody that has a felony. Well, this guy that was killed at the Marriott was killed by a freaking homeless man. Well, that's true. He didn't know him. It, they claim it was a random attack in the lobby. But... So Please you, explain to me how a homeless man got a gun. So would you put exclusions to it then? Where, okay, if you committed homicide or something like that, you'll never get your guns back. But if you say, again, the DUI didn't hurt anybody, maybe after five or ten years you'd get your stuff back. I think they need to do some sort of limitations. But I think if it was like any sort of harmful... You know, like with a gun or a knife or they killed somebody some way, somehow, even if it's with a vehicle. I don't think they should get a weapon. No, that's your thoughts on that. Yep, that's my thoughts on that. Now, another thing, and we have it here in Illinois, and I'd wonder if it actually helps out. But the Floyd card. If you guys and gals do not live in Illinois, you probably don't know what it is. (laughs) It's the firearms owner identification card. Somehow I got one. You got one. (laughs) Watch out. It was introduced after John F. Kennedy's uh, 
death when he was assassinated. Yeah. Like every liberal idiot does is introduce some kind of gun control when it has to do with something that happens out there. Eleven people, and we're going to talk about this, eleven people just got shot over the weekend in Chicago. But they won't talk about that. No, but I will. But you will. (laughs) But the firearms uh, identification card, what's your thoughts on that? Do you approve of what they were trying to do to weed out the idiots? What, as far as having a FOID card? Yes. I think every state should get a FOID card. And why is that? See, you're more on the liberal end of this one. I'm not liberal. Well, uh, you, you hold liberal tendencies towards guns. Well I, well, I just don't think they should hand guns to anybody. And I totally agree. You need to have a, you know what? You got to do some you sort gotta of have background. A background. I mean, it's like they, they do FOID cards because, I mean, that's a, a pretty extensive background check. Well, that it is. For our FOID Now, cards. in the case of this guy at the Marriott. And they can't, you can't buy a gun without a FOID card. If you had somebody with a concealed carry card. They could have got that homeless guy. They could have stopped it. Yep. And that's one thing I don't understand about the gun laws is, well, you can't carry on the subway in Chicago. Are you crazy? That's where you want to carry a gun on the subway. Yeah, the concealed, But they make it so hard. I mean, the concealed carry thing, it's like. It varies from state to state, and they've got such, I don't know, crazy freaking rules and regulations as far as it. It's like, if you have a concealed carry card in Wisconsin, you can't carry it in Illinois. No, you can't carry it. See, I got a Utah. My my brother's got one in uh, Missouri because he lives in uh, Mm -hmm. St. Louis, Missouri. He's got a concealed carry. But he can't carry in Illinois either. So when he comes, yeah, in I gotta Illinois, go. At, I'm actually at the end of the month taking the class for Illinois. So for Illinois, he he's got to actually put his what you know put the bullets in. He puts his bullets in the glove box and puts the gun in the trunk. Right. But it's like, you, what good is it done you, at that point? In order for you to travel and you do have a concealed carry, you got to know the laws from state to state to know. What happened? And that's one of the cases in front of the Supreme Court right there is I mean, national reciprocity. Repro- uh, I think they need to all have the same damn laws. I agree. I agree. As far as concealed carry goes. Because. And I agree, man. That's when you're on like the L. Yeah, you need that shit. Y- you want to be able to carry a weapon. You need it. On the L anyway. Pepper spray is not going to help. Now, you said earlier. What? That anybody's a felon shouldn't have a gun. No. Let's put in a little scenario here. Okay. Your brother has a Missouri permit. Yeah. He to carry in Missouri. Yeah. But if he goes in into Illinois, yeah. He can get busted with a felony for carrying an unauthorized weapon and say he gets convicted. Does that stance still stand? No. Oh, <laughs> wait a second here. Oh, am I doing that just because it's my brother, though? <laughs> okay, say it was no, but... Mark from inside the chat room. <laughs> Hi, Mark. We're using your name. <laughs> he was in Missouri. He's real. He's legal. He has Missouri. He has a Utah, Florida permit. But he didn't know the laws in Illinois. And he gets pulled over carrying. 
and next thing you know, they throw a felony on him. Is it right that just because he has a felony, he can't carry a gun anymore? No. So there is instances. There are instances where you believe they a felon should get back their rights. Well, with that instance, it's like just because the rules are different per state, and that's why I said they should all be the same. If you can conceal carry in Missouri, and you're just going through Illinois, I don't see why you still can't carry. It's stupid. It is stupid. If you can, if you, I, okay, I think if you get a concealed carry, it should be good throughout all states. I believe so too. Like a hundred percent. If you can get it in one state, it should be, it should be able to be used in every state, mm-hmm. not just state by state basis. It should be, you get one, it works everywhere. Well, here's another question for you. Here's another question. Do you believe in order to get a concealed carry permit, you have to have some type of training? Yes. Safety training. Like the NRA eight-hour basic course? Yeah. Or like Illinois does, Illinois Illinois goes too far. Why did they go too far? They got a 16-hour course. Where That's you gotta, too many friggin' hours. Why is it too many friggin' hours? Why am I going to waste two days to go to a course? You should be able to get it all in one day. But you have to do live fire exercises where you actually have to have the gun shoot rounds. Well, then do like they'd had to do for driver's ed and have a card and go to a shooting range and you have to have it signed off on. (laughs) You're a dork. What? You are. You're a dork. (laughs) What? I had to sign off on our kids. Yeah, they drove for an hour. Sometimes China Dow, she has really good (laughs) points and other times she's like putts. They drove uh, for an hour in the rain at nighttime. Okay, so you went to a shooting range. Hole punch my shit because I was here. <laughs> but I think let's get back to this crime stuff and the story with this uh, uh, guy who got killed. And remember, it is New York, and they've been having the biggest crime wave there is. And it's because I believe New York City instituted the Nobel deal they did yeah let's hear more about this (sighs) new york state has created a climate where violent crime is basically acceptable and that has to change policymakers have decided that law-abiding citizens are secondary and those who commit crimes are afforded protections that embolden more crime those who act out violent violently know that they Basically can do so in the state, and there are fewer and fewer consequences, and it only gets worse. And we got this purge law coming into effect in Illinois, mm-hmm. where it's the first in the nation to say, screw what crime that you commit. You don't have to have bail except for what? Homicide? First degree murder. First degree murder. Other than that, you'll walk free. You'll get a ticket. Yeah, you'll get a ticket. They basically, because I've talked to some of the county cops yesterday about it again, and they said basically they're going to just be issuing a shit ton of tickets. And how is that right for us? And there's no guarantee when you issue somebody a freaking ticket that they're going to show up in court. No. 
Then my so basically, is, there's no consequences for what the hell you do. And then my question is, which I asked the county cops, and they actually said they were unsure. I said, so if they issue a ticket and they do not attend court, is it something that's going to be able to be a warrant out for this person's arrest? Mm-hmm. Are you going to actually attempt to get this person? Like, let's say they did armed robbery. They're going to get tickets. One of the things that brought down, and you got to remember, throughout history, the average time that a country or an empire lasts, with the exception of Rome and Egypt and some of the Assyrian stuff, was the breakdown of law and order and morality is what brought them down from inside. And now you have a country, the United States, trying to push some of the same bullshit that brought down empires because you're going to have no law and order. I bust on cops all the time, yeah. but they're needed. And in situations where you got this purge law coming up, you have to have a gun on you. There's no ins or outs. You have to have a gun. And one of the things I've been pushing on you is, you know what? You're going to take the eight-hour NRA course. You're going to do this and do that. And you're shaking your head. I don't want to carry. But there's why that comes into there. You're small. You want to know why? I ain't going to lie. I'm afraid that one day I'm going to have to use it. Well, it's and, better to have to use it okay, than not. Okay, but I'm just saying it scares the crap out of me to know that I might have shot somebody or that I actually did. But here you I don't gotta, want I, I don't want that over my head. But here you got a guy that died in the Marriott from a shooting. If somebody had a gun out there to Stop. take him out, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So it all comes down to your life and screw your conscience when you kill somebody. It was in either you or them. How do people live with themselves after they kill someone? Well, it depends on the circumstances. It's not like your damn serial killer that we cover. It was self-defense. What if I like it? Then you, you're an idiot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not a swear, subject. Not a, swear I'm kidding. Not a subject to kid about. I'm kidding. But you have to put that way of thinking away because it's a you against them type of deal. Yeah, my my fear legit is actually having to use it. That That is my fear. Well, well then you got to get over that. Or here's my other fear because I am small. And yeah, dynamite comes in small packages, but I'm not super strong. And that's more the reason why you should so have one. My fear would be whoever I'm holding this weapon on. Well, if you pull it, you shoot it. Gets it away from me and and uses it on me instead. See, the thing is... That would be a fear. That's a fear. I would put a three eighty in your hands. Are those big? No, it's a small palm gun. (laughs) Don't give me nothing big. No, no, no 357s again or nothing. Close range, but you have to know if you pull it, shoot it. Don't, you don't have any second thoughts. Once the gun's out, shoot the damn thing. There's an old saying within the biker community. 
I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. Well, that 100% is true. So you have to think about all the consequences later. You have to, you know, think about your life. I'd be carried by one. Now, what if the murder sus or the murder victim in this case at the Marriott had a concealed carry, had a concealed carry and was able to protect his life? He wouldn't be dead right now. Very true. Or if somebody else that was in the same place at the same time had a concealed carry, he probably wouldn't be dead either. Now, Dirty Knobs. Hi, Dirty Knobs. Just addressed your issue where you said, well, you don't need a 16-hour class. No. But he just said that's why you need one is because your fear. You need to be taught. You need to be educated. On when and how to pull that damn thing. Now, I know with Utah, I mean, all I needed was a freaking NRA class. I mean, I'm not I'm not a moron. I have shot before and and we have targets in the back, but we use pellet guns mm. and I'm an A shot. I'm dead on shot. Yeah, but it don't have recoil. And all I don't that care. Stuff. I'm still dead on. Yeah, but that's pellets. I'm, I'm good. You know, you basically need, you know what, you should get a 22 at that point, but you have to do close range. And what Rage just said is if you let them get that close to get your gun before you shoot, then you already fucked up. That means if they invade your space and they're hostile, pull, shoot. Shoot them son of a bitches. Worry about the shit later. And I really believe a lot of these victims that we're hearing about in the news could have lived if the state and the government got out of the damn way and let us protect ourselves. Well, I think that the states, plural, and the government in every state need to make it where if you get a concealed carry in the state you live in, it should work. In every state. We already established it. Well, it needs to happen. In Florida, they just had a huge hur hurricane. A lot of people hurting right now down in Florida. But Governor DeSantis came out and said, to those that would want to loot, we're a Second Amendment country, or Second Amendment state. Don't fuck around. Because we got zero tolerance, and we don't care if we're going to carry your body out of a house. And guess what? What? There hasn't been that much looting down in Florida. Well, that's because they got a good governor. Well, they got a good governor, and they got, you know, Lee County has a good sheriff where he said the same thing. But people understood, hey, they don't care if I get shot for stealing that freaking 50-inch TV. Nope. And that's the way it should be. But then you have these policies like New York, Illinois, California that take away your right to self-defense. That's what these policies are all about is to take it away from you and give it to the criminals. It's, it's, there was that video, I believe, in that one little store where I think a guy was getting stabbed. He pulled the gun, shot him, and he was charged with murder. Wait a second, it's right here on video. He's getting attacked by a knife. Shoot him. Mm -hmm. Like it or not, 
in the United States, we were built around guns. And that's our history, that's our legacy, but you got these West and East Coast elite liberal pricks that want to push all their bullshit on the rest of us. We have nothing at all from the Midwest regions and the Plains. We have nothing in common with these Californians, and I'm not saying everybody's bad from California. I'm saying you're rich, elite, liberal pricks. We have nothing in common with their ideology. We want to protect ourselves. You know what the sad thing is? With this man's death that was visiting his son, mm-hmm. that if this was in Illinois after the first of the year, the person who shot him wouldn't go to jail until court. I don't know if that's the case because if it's homicide, it's yeah, different. but it's not first degree. It wasn't intentional. It wasn't planned. Oh, I think they would have threw a first I think, degree. I think him. the dude was. They would. They would say he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, any you know what, and then this all goes maybe down it to was George a homeless, Soros. And He's it, a prick, and it, and it was a homeless guy. So maybe he had PTSD. Well, homeless, whatever. Don't give you an excuse to be a dick. I'm not. I'm not trying to give excuses. I'm just saying things that would come up, like in, in court. These people bashing old ladies on their head. They wouldn't go to court. No, they get a ticket. They'd get a ticket. Yeah, they get issued a ticket to go to court. But we've seen the Second Amendment in action down in Florida where they understood the looters would get shot. That is a safer state because they know that. They know where the state stands and they know not to screw up. I think that should be all over the United States and you wouldn't have these type of crimes. You wouldn't have the dipshit governor here or the freaking troll mayor in Chicago go anywhere near that policy. Mm-hmm. They would never say that. They're too much of pussies. Now look at what we had in Chicago over the weekend. 11 shot, one fatally in Chicago. That was actually yesterday. Oh, that was just yesterday? That was just yesterday. Wow. That wow. was, it specifically says on Tuesday. And what the problem, you're probably saying, well, Illinois has a concealed carry law. The thing with Illinois is you can't carry it in subways. You can't carry it in the parks. You can't carry in any public buildings. Basically, they make it to where you can't carry anywhere. The only place you could basically carry it is in your car. Basically, that's it. And the sad part is, is a lot of these killings that happened uh we're in parks like a lot of these shootings mm. uh late well, like late tuesday in chicago in west garfield park a 41 year old was walking on the sidewalk at 11 p.m when a female approached and fired shots he's in fair condition just came up and shoot shot him yeah or um a man shot outside a gas station Last night, uh, in uh, on the west side, he was walking into the gas station, and someone outside opened fire at about eight forty-five p.m. He was shot in the back and was taken to the hospital. He's in fair condition. And Chicago has the most liberal, progressive idiot Kim Fox there that don't want to, you know. And this, uh, the guy that actually, the one that had the fatality. 
Mm-hmm. He was la- uh, last night about 6.50 p.m. He was near a bicycle trail in uh, the far south side. A man whose age is unknown was found with gunshot wounds to his head and his hand and pronounced dead at the scene. Now let's bring up Chicago here. The west and south side. And bike trails. Most of them mm. go through parks. So if you can't conceal carry at a park, this guy had no freaking chance in hell no. to protect himself. West and south side Chicago. Suck. It's Chirac there. It's a freaking war zone. And this is where most of the stories come out of Chicago. Oh, well, yeah, because the other one is in Inglewood. Inglewood's really bad. And West Garfield Boulevard. Oh, yeah, another one. So majority of those, these that were done were on the west and the south side. I think they should call in the National Guard to stop this bullshit. It's not going to stop. The only way that they're going to stop is to bring in the fucking National Guard, keep them there until they learn, don't be a bunch <laughs> of pricks. Because there's a lot of good people that live on the south and west side. Well, and the sad part is, is, yeah, this was Tuesday, but over the weekend, it was just as bad. And it's every weekend in Chicago. It's every fucking day. Yeah, but you're going to, majority of the time when you hear about it is after a weekend. Well, that's why I say call in the National Guard, impose martial law on the south and west side. I don't think it'll stop it. But something has to be done with these kids getting shot. Because these idiot gangbangers who want to shoot a nine sideways. Yeah, why? Why do they do that? Don't know what the hell they're doing. Why did, why did, why did Instead they... of hitting their target. They're hitting other people. They're hitting kids. Please explain the, 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 the reason being why. And I'm talking gangbangers. I'm not talking no motorcycle gang because that's what they call y'all. Y'all are a club, but whatever. Why do these little gangbanger kids hold their guns sideways? Because they think that's gangsta. It's gangsta. Okay, it's gangsta, but you ain't hitting shit. That, whatever you're aiming at, you ain't hitting. Because how you aiming? Is your head tilted sideways? What? What do you, Are you like that? Are you like that? Are you sideways? You're stupid. You look fucking retarded. Mm-hmm. Grow up. That's the problem. They don't grow up. And and, and the sad part and, and is, is black killing black. Uh-huh. I mean, that's that, what it that's is. That's one of the number one it's black, causes it's, of death it's, among it's, black teens is black-on-black black crime. Exactly, but you're not going to read. I'm sure other people in other you know areas didn't even hear about all these shootings. No, and let's be because honest. Why? Because it's black-on-black, black, and God forbid you find out a black, ki- a black person killed another black person. If, if it was a white person shooting these people... You definitely oh, would have heard, heard that shit. You would have heard about it. You totally would have heard so about it. So you bring up a good issue. You bring up an issue that needs to be talked about. That people are afraid to talk about. And that is black on black crime. So there has to be underlying issues why this kind of stuff keeps happening. Why y'all shooting your own? Especially young kids. That's because these kids are going out acting gangster, and I'm sorry, you're going to act gangster, you're going to get repercussions. Stupid. And it's true. Stop acting gangster, you know. 
gangs were a big thing back in the day. I mean, are they even a big deal now? Because if they are, it's stupid. It is stupid, and you know. I get it. I get it. Y'all, y'all don't have a family or whatever the case may but be. But dad is and not is, an excuse. And this and this gang is your family. Okay, well, you can protect your family without shooting people. What happened to the good old days when you just like fist it out? Well, that ain't around anymore. That well, much. that needs to be how it is. Fist it out. Throw some. Throw some hands. That went out in the. Throw 50s. some hands. <laughs> throw some hands. Use some chains. You know, whatever. I'm sorry. I'm like giving people ideas. <laughs> well, Mark said, uh, and I think a lot the government has to do with, uh, as far as the government projects are concerned. Chicago is the most segregated city in the United States. A lot of people don't know that. Southwest, uh, south and west side, uh, towards you know. Like Gary and all that stuff. Gary's a cesspool. Gary, uh, Indiana. Yeah, I worked there as an artist, man, when I first started up. But uh, yeah, it was a cesspool. They segregated everybody in the city. And yeah, that was Richard Daly Sr.'s deal. North side was white, Hispanic, uh, Polish immigrants. South side, west side was black. And then you had the Richies over on the Where were all the Italians? The Italians, actually, with those projects, they were the first one to use them. Those were for Italian families. Yeah, but... And then you had the Great Migration from down south, and that's when it was uh, supplanted. They all left. But we're regressing here. We always do. We always do. It's fine. Let's hear some more. You want to hear more stuff? Yeah. What, more news? Yeah. Oh, I got a good one. Here's a good way to get rid of debt. Yeah, you guys, you know, ever have these debt collectors <laughs> come to your door? Do not do this, okay? <laughs> do not do this. <laughs> a Michigan man guilty of killing two debt collectors, burning their bodies, and dumping their remains in a manure pile. I know a lot of people want to get rid of debt collectors, but or don't Jehovah, kill them. Or Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> or Jehovah Witnesses, yeah. <laughs> Don't kill him. Okay, that's not the way to do it. A Northwest Missouri man pled guilty this past Friday to killing two brothers from Wisconsin that came after him on his farm in a two, 2019 to collect a debt from ca- a cattle contract. Mm-hmm. He pled guilty on two counts of first-degree mil- uh, murder for the deaths of 24-year-old Justin and 35-year-old Nicholas. Yeah, he was given two life sentences without parole, and they will run consecutively. I like what Dirty Knob said, uh, to get rid of a debt collector or a Jehovah Witness, slip him some LSD. <laughs> and he made he did some sort of plea. Mm. In exchange for his plea, charges of abandonment of a corpse, tampering with physical evidence, Armed criminal action and tampering with a motor vehicle were all dropped. It's funny how he, like, put him in, uh, you know, dung. <laughs> in 2020, one of Nelson's defense attorneys said the state planned to seek the death penalty if Nelson was convicted of the killings. But despite the family was shocked that he pled guilty, so they uh, made a deal to get the death penalty off the table. I think with the death penalty... 
everybody should be able to watch it. Mm-mm. And I think it would deter crime. You know, I may have a thing with watching murder stuff and, and like, finding all of our, you know, serial killers and all that stuff, but that is just one thing I do not need to watch. Why? I don't need they to They pay watch. for justice. The only time I would ever be willing to watch somebody's death sentence being put out. Mm, I want to see him in old Sparky. Is if they did something to my family. But they did something to somebody else's family. So why shouldn't they get to uh, they should They should be able, I mean. They do get they, to they watch. They do get to watch. But everybody else should, so they did deter the crime. I don't think it's going to deter crime, though. I really don't. Because people, some people are that morbid and that sick that if they watch the death penalty, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna bother them. Mm-hmm. I seriously think it will not phase them. Right. Cause people are that screwed up. Well, they are. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I Come don't on, think... who open who opens up on somebody in a Marriott? Who does that kind home, of shit? A homeless guy. Now they're going to come to his aid. Because he was homeless, because he was down on his luck. That's what I'm saying. Look at all the things that they're going to use, all the all the excuses for why it happened. Instead of instead it of, happened. Instead of the fact that it happened to this guy who is a father and a husband. That was just trying to see his dad. That was kid. just trying to enjoy family weekend with his kid at college. Now, Mark, you know what? He brought up a damn good point here. People fight to kill babies, but those same people fight to save killers on death row. How do you explain that? Oh, they're all right killing babies by abortion. They're all right for that. But when it comes to... I, I really don't want to get in the argument about abortion. But no, let's you know narrow the scope here. I don't don't get is he right or wrong? How can they support that? But then go on to try to save killers on death row. It's a very good question because it's hypocritical here. It's hypocrites. They don't. They can't decide what they so, want to do. So does that mean I'm a hypocrite if I say that if a woman got raped and she deserves to have the choice to have an abortion, is that hypocritical? No, that is not. Because there are only re- there are only a few reasons why I feel that an abortion should occur. One, the mother's life is at risk. I agree. Two, they were raped. I agree. Or three. Well, I guess it would still be considered rape, but family incest. family incest. I agree. And those people, especially if the mother's life is at risk, because there was a case where this lady could not get an abortion done because she had a miscarriage and not everything came out and they refused and she almost died. She had to go 2,000 miles away from home. I agree home. on that one. But do you see his point? Let's put those three now things those, aside. Now, those women that are using abortion as frickin' birth control, that's fucking nasty. I agree. But they're the same people, and he's he's putting out, hey, saying that they're hypocrites, that want to save these people doing all these devious and unfathomable crimes. 
They want to save them, but they want to kill during the abortion. They don't care if it goes nine months. They Let's late-term abortion. They want to kill the baby. So how can they speak up for that and want that and then let a killer go? That's double. That that's is double standard. That is the liberal mindset. But that's that. I would say that's like double standard. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. So you see why people get angry at this. Kind I, of shit. I see why people get angry of it. But I mean, in the situations that I explained, I, I I think those situations would be exception to the rule for abortion. But if it's not those specific situations, I'm not. A f I mean, I I I don't like the idea of abortion but at any term. If you have sex and you think you might be pregnant, hey, there's a thing called the day after pill. That was what I was just going to bring up. There, there is the day after pill you can go to your pharmacy and get or wrap the rascal for frick's sakes. There are numerous kinds of birth control out there. Take advantage of it. You can go to the family planning center and get condoms for free. You can even or get a local high school <laughs> or some truck stop bathrooms. Mm hmm. But it's like, you come to my gas station, I'll buy you a box of condoms because I don't want any more of you dumb tards out there. And I think it's their narrative that they're trying to push on the rest of the country. For example, yesterday some of the best news came out. Elon Musk is going forward with the deal on Twitter. <laughs> and you have every liberal idiot out there Everything from politicians to uh, freaking report, so-called reporters saying it's the end of the world because he wants to give free speech. How is that? Uh, they are so hypocritical. It makes me sick. I wonder if they ever look at themselves in the mirror and say, what an ass nine I am. What an ass nine. And then these are the same people who don't want you to have your speech that say it's all right for somebody to go in a Marriott and shoot somebody until it happens to them. Okay, well, the Pentagon does have something on the table right now. What's that? They have 30 days to probe diversity chief accused of anti-white social media posts on Twitter. Don't you know that's the thing nowadays? <laughs> if you're uh, white, you're not right. Whites are the devil. They might as well be thinking with Iran. We're the white devil. Everybody's problems is because of a white man. But what they don't understand is that kind of thinking. And let's be honest, everybody. Come on, let's be 100% honest. Our soldiers go over there to kill. Yeah. They their job is to kill the enemy, and they're not gonna care what color their skin is, they don't care. And the ones serving within the squads, platoons, whatever, don't care. All they want is somebody to stand side by side with them and fight, they're there to kill. And I was in uh, a documentary, uh, <laughs> I believe it was a documentary on Apple with Eddie Gallagher, the Navy SEAL, because I interviewed his brother while he was going through it. He was put out, and here's a guy that served his country, 
because some kid he killed. He was the enemy. Who cares? Well, we are, we're not like that as a country. Well, you better get that way because you got China, Russia, North Korea. They fight by different war, uh, rules. And if we're going to beat that type of stuff, we got to be stone cold killers. And then I remember, you know, liberals coming out saying, well, that's not right. What about uh, that kid's parents and how they felt? Well, the asshole shouldn't have been fighting then. He shouldn't have been associated with organizations that would cut reporters' heads off. I like Mark's comment. What's that? I'm white because my mom and dad were white. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't choose. We don't choose our nationality. We don't choose our color. It just is. And some people are sick and tired of the fact that everybody's problems are on everybody else but themselves. They don't take responsibility, and that's why things are screwed up. But when you have the Pentagon. Dealing with this diversity crap, you're weakening our military. Yeah, and she, Putin was even laughing about it. She considers she she considers herself a woke administrator. A woke administrator. Yeah. I don't care about your feelings if you're there to serve the country. You're there to kill. And the military service, them members know it. And you have a lot of the servicemen coming out saying this is ridiculous. I mean, I know I know we have a lot of military that watch and listen and they watch us over in the barracks in South Korea. But it's like I can I mean, I never served. I, I didn't uh but I have the utmost respect because they don't care if the people that they're fighting with, they don't care. Black, what, white, Hispanic, and Oriental. They, and it's because they're fighting for the same thing. Exactly. They're going to defend each other no matter what. And who they're going up against. They're monsters. They don't care what color they are, what nationality they are. They just know that they're protecting themselves each and each other against those people coming at them with weapons. And they're going to do what they got to do. But when you're pushing these woke policies in the military, that really hurts us. Because you're saying this one's bad and that one's bad. Next thing you know, you're sowing discontent uh, among the ranks. Where, okay, you got blacks over here, you got whites over there. You're doing a Vietnam War all over again. Morbic said it good. We fight to bring each other home. We don't care other than that. Very true. And and he's ex he he's military man. Right. So it's like y'all know. Y'all know what your job is. Y'all know what you're supposed to do when you're in the military. You don't need somebody to call themselves a woke administrator telling you what you should or should not be doing. And then that's the type of thinking that leads really to what we're seeing crime-wise right now. They are actually doing it. But they're going to put it in the news. If it's a black person shooting a white person, or actually probably not, you're going to see it if it's a white shooting a black. 
Oh, you're damn right. That'll be in the news. But when it's black on black, you ain't going to hear nothing. It's going to be hidden on, like, page 900. And that's why I get upset, because you speak them kind of facts, which they're facts, or you give the statistics, but I'm the racist when we bring it up, and challenge that narrative. And there's a lot of people that have backed down from that. Me, I'll go straight forward and hit it. I don't care if I'm called that. I got to care about you to care about your opinion. Well, I know you don't care about being called racist. You'll hang that kind of Confederate flag in the front of the house and you don't care. I do that all the time, don't I? <laughs> my stars and bars flies, man. I don't care if it's out but there. But that's my, uh, it, it is that's what it my is. culture. I mean, I, I don't care if it's out there. I, I love when people come to my work and they have to point out that, hey, what's with the Confederate flag in front of your house? I'm like, what? Go um, talk to my husband. Go ask him. I go, I just live there. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? When you point out the facts, they get all pissy with you. Well, that's just like the incident that was at work uh, last week one day. I was talking with one of our regular customers and a, a handful of black guys came in that I've never seen at our gas station before. Okay. And the guy that I'm talking to, he's got his phone out because he, he, he soups up like nice cars. Mm -hmm. So he was going to show me pictures and let me hear the engine on one of his cars on a video. And on the back of his phone is a Confederate flag. Mm. <laughs> and he turns around, he goes, I guess this ain't the right time to have my phone out. And he goes, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. That's that, you know, everybody's got their opinion. You know, everybody's got their choice of what they want to do or having a Confederate flag thing hanging in front of your house, having three of them in the garage or having them on your phone, wearing them on a belt buckle, a hat. Who cares? Hey, Chris, man, I got to take that down, man. They'll fucking throw me. <laughs> <laughs> take that shit down, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to cruise with your sex drive. Grab onto your clutch and put your mind in the air for masturbation and sexual stimulation. Dare you to tell the truth and get your ass out of neutral. It's time to get your porn. All right, get your numbers in. Let's get into a fun subject yeah, right here. Let's lighten it up a little. Let's oh lighten God. it up here. Oh. <laughs> Hump day, and we're talking about death. Hump day and death. But you got to cover these type of subjects because... Not a lot of people will. No, they're scared. And you got to stop being scared. I spoke my mind. That, you did. I'm proud <laughs> I, of you. I did. I spoke my mind. I, I'm proud of you. Usually I'd be like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Number 86. What do we got Man. for Dirty Knobs 86? And we got to get China Doll quicker on this thing. What is the sexiest scene from a movie that turns you on? The sexiest scene from a movie that turns me on. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, back in the day, back in the day. I'm, I'm going to have to let her answer this one. Back in the day, and it's not even. it. Oh. I like oh. a couple porn actresses. Like Shut Venom. up. Burn movies. Okay. My, one of my favorite scenes from a movie was ghost when they were making the 
the playing with the clay. Oh my Patrick god! Patrick Swayze and oh, Demi Moore. Oh, oh, oh freaking stupid! Shut up! That was hot. Yeah, but they didn't have sex. It doesn't matter. It said what? Sexiest. Oh it didn't say god. sex. You're kidding. Because if we're talking sex, then then I'm gonna talk about Channing Tatum taking his clothes off. <laughs> Okay, put the squirt back in the body. Sorry. 321. What do we got for 321? I got carried away. Sorry. Uh, you think? No, not at all. <laughs> Is it romantic to look at your partner while having sex? Well, why know, do I want to do that? I don't look at my partner. I look at my phone. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm making a grocery list or seeing what I have to do today. <laughs> you lying ass. What? I don't look at you. I look away. Oh, really? Yeah, I look away. We have issues. All right, close my eyes. Why do women do that? Especially when you have piercing green eyes. Your eyes are piercing. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) You got to love your eyes. No. I mean, I do get compliments on a daily they, people think they're not even my real eye. Are those really your eyes? No, I put somebody else's in today. <laughs> uh, meatballs and Morbic had the same number there. Uh, Tattoo Chris 666. It doesn't go that high. Oh, okay. It, it, goes, don't go to 500. it goes to 500. Rattlesnake 68, man. 68 for Rattlesnake. What is the greatest thing about sex? The greatest thing about sex. I guess enjoying uh, the end. What a bitch. (laughs) What a bitch. When you're done. (laughs) How could you say such nasty things? Okay, because you don't do foreplay. I almost said floor. Foreplay. I don't like my, you know, getting uh, rug burns and stuff. I had enough of that in high school. For me, foreplay is the best part. Why is it the best part? Because that's when you get all hot and bothered. You know what? You're the weirdest shit, man. You you women, I do not understand. Okay, here's another hot thing about, uh, uh, yeah, the hottest thing. That old school, high school makeout session, like under the bleachers. (laughs) I love that shit. Shut up. You don't. I like it. 53 for Glidden. What the hell's wrong with you? Glidden? Is that really his name on there? Yes. My daughter lives in a town called Glidden. <laughs> 53. Have you ever tried to imitate actors in porn videos? No. <laughs> no. I have to say. if he did. <laughs> the only porn videos that I like are amateurs. I don't like them staged ones. I, I don't deal with porn videos because I like critique it then. <laughs> So you don't get hot and bothered. Not with porn videos. I sit there and critique it. Like, seriously, I will sit there and be like, yeah, no, 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 you're not doing that right. No, she would not get excited with that. No, girl, cup the balls, cup the balls. (laughs) (laughs) I would. The whole video, I would be like that. Uh, A23 for Odie. 23. 23. We got 23. 23 is my favorite number. Just saying. What is it then? 
It's my favorite number. I think that's all that should matter. <laughs> You're slow at this, man. You're getting old. Do you like to be completely dominant or completely submissive? I'm a dominant. I'm both. You can't get dominant with me, though. No, that's why you suck. <laughs> <laughs> with him, I have no choice but being submissive. But I like taking control. I'm just not. Yeah, won't work with him. No, don't work with me. I'm a man. I have the balls in the family. Um, sometimes you just got to throw a man down and be like, let's go. Mm. What? Calm down, cowboy. <laughs> Woohoo! Right. Oh, my bad. I'm on YouTube. I should stop that. <laughs> Last one. We got 580, man. And Dave, uh, we got to give him 133. 33? Yeah, let's go 33, then we'll go to 480. All right. Have you ever physically flirted with a stranger to get your partner jealous? No, because he doesn't get jealous. I don't get jealous. No. Doesn't that piss you off? I don't get jealous. No, I think it's funny. Why do you think it's funny? Because I'll just keep doing it for fun. <laughs> I'm like, hey. I don't understand why. I'll be like, is that your husband over there? I'm like, yep. How you doing? <laughs> I don't understand why guys, if they're secure in themselves and if they're secure in a relationship, why they got to get jealous. I don't know. I, I think jealousy is like the root of all evils. That in uh, deception. Well, yeah. Devious. That's where it don't, becomes a problem. Don't be devious. 480. That's our last one for today. We'll get you other ones tomorrow. What See, do you got? Have you ever taken somebody's underwear off by using their teeth? Fuck yes, I have. Really? <laughs> it wasn't you because you don't wear any <laughs> nah you know there's just something about uh, yeah I'd rather just freaking zoom down you're done dude don't lie when we got married and you went to go get the garter belt you tried grabbing my panties instead yeah I tried to give you some head right there in front of everybody yeah no it wasn't going to happen I'm like, <laughs> I squeezed my legs closed on your head <laughs> You ever do that? Did you ever do that? Did anybody, when they got married, try and go a little further getting that garter? Come on, you know you, you know did. it's true. You know you did, and she squeezed your head with her thighs. You know it. Oh my goodness. Anyway, gals and girls, uh, or guys and girls, <laughs> gals and girls. What we got? All chicks in here. We'll see you tomorrow for Thirsty <laughs> Thursday. We'll see. You, you know what? We got to talk about some of that stuff. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>